Welcome back to the podcast. I am Dave. I'm Rob. And we also have Neil. Hi. We kidnapped Neil so we could talk about non-Star Trek things for once. Yay! But but, through our entire episode arc in this particular topic, I will bring it back to Star Trek. Trust me on that. I can do that. I have that power. So... In other words, you can't stop talking about Star Trek. Yeah. Pretty much. So what we're going to do, 1994 was pretty much a big year for a lot of movies. There were a lot of movies that came out in 94, including The Lion King, a big, big thing for Disney. Uh, I've heard of that movie. The other th- Didn't they just release it? A live action version. Quotation, uh, yeah. Quotations live action. Fair enough. More like photo real cgi look pretty yeah so there's the big debate amongst people forrest gump versus the shawshank redemption the shawshank redemption many believe should have won best picture that year and not forrest gump and it's one of those debates that goes on and on and what helps this is the fact that the imdb poll or page where the what is that there uh where people rate the movies the shawshank redemption holds the number one spot on that list meaning out of all the users a majority of people rank that pretty high well what it all comes down to basically is that for forrest come to take the top spot many bothans died to bring tom hanks his victory that's basically what it came down to but anyhow well We're going to start off with doing a review of Forrest Gump. Yes. Uh, Run through it as quick as we can. Uh, Because uh, another thing that I actually did, I cheated. I didn't read the book. I listened to the audio book. If you listen to it cover to cover, you read it. You absorbed it. And all I'm going to say is it's going to be pretty fun talking about the differences even though it was not planned to be a differences thing but i think they're worth noting we shall get right into this as we talk about forest gump so the beginning of forest gump we have that nice piano music the cgi feather across the windy sky with that dramatic music and the feather falls to the foot of, with a uh, worn and dirty shoe, a person wearing worn and dirty shoe, and all white. And of course, the, the popular line, Hello, my name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. I'm not Australian, apparently. Uh, Forrest here, Gump, as played by Wahoo Sirius. <laughs> so here we are introduced to Tom Hanks as the title character. And of course, the title character, Life was like a box of chocolates. Love rolls won't get and um, this is not the Mandela effect because I said life was like a box of chocolates. Uh, Forrest is sitting at a, at a bus stop bench, right? And he just begins to tell people his story, his fantastic life story. 80% of the movie is Forrest sitting on a park bench, talking to somebody new or time going on in very short increments with lots of flashbacks. 20% of those flashbacks have him sating exactly what's going to happen right before it happens. Correct. That's not really foreshadowing as much as it's not 
Spoiler warning. <laughs> and then this happened. And this I'm going to tell you what happened next. Right. Before we see it. Right. Uh, for a little forest starts with leg braces, you know, he's, you know, something, he was rambling on something about shoes take you anywhere. I just remember the echo. They can take you anywhere. And then he's getting his leg braces fitted. Um, There's magic shoes. Yep. His magic shoes. Uh, <laughs> we come to find out that Forrest and his mom, uh, it's just Forrest and his mom. Uh, and his father's on vacation. Yes. His father. Permanent on, vacation. Uh, yep. Yeah. Much like Darth Vader's father was. Darth well, there was Vader no doesn't have a father. <laughs> but uh, so. They live in a house. Uh, where what kind of house? Like a boarding house, right? Like she, it's this big. No, it's mansion. it's more like a plantation house. Okay, but she probably. uses it as a boarding house, a, and I would like to interject on that. Yeah, I think it's more than just a boarding house. What do you think it is? I think it's one part boarding house, one part no tell motel, one part a brothel and a brothel. Part. Yeah, a brothel, huh? Okay. I think I think that may not even be reading too much into it. I think there's there is something to be said there. That's fascinating. I think uh, I think one one thing I will say as somebody who lived down south for a while, there was a culture uh, for for quite a long time in the south of hospitality houses where people who lived on plantations but couldn't sustain the plantations anymore ended up basically turning their houses into uh, hotels. For travelers, especially rich uh, northerners who'd come down and you know, need a place to stay and wanted something authentic. So, or Elvis. They didn't really, yeah, or Elvis, yeah, exactly, is a good classic example. Um, and uh, so there was a culture of that, and they really don't show in the movie any more hints that she really did what she did to get forced into, uh, into school. Uh, Dave, in, in the book, was there any indication that mom uh, continued the world's oldest profession? Oh my gosh, that is nowhere in the book. Okay, so I, I mean, I mean, she had the the big mansion and uh-huh. she rented it out, but there was no. It, it could was, just be there, a light interpretation. Uh, was, I'd be willing to 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 admit that, but it just it seemed as though it's like the chicken ranch from Vessel Whorehouse in Texas. I've never, I've never seen that movie. Really? Yes. Oh, we Neither need to do I. that one. I have. I have really? I, I have, have that one. I'll I have, have to let you guys see I have see a that. list of those those movies, too. Oh, my. Burt Reynolds and Dolly you, Parton. You've never so seen this good. movie? So, Dom DeLuise? Uh, you know, better Forrest, movie than this one. Forrest is special. Yeah, he's got a low IQ. Is special the right word to use? I, I don't know anymore. See, the thing is, though, with you're never sure if it's because of... At least I was never convinced if he was the popular diagnosis, autistic, if he was just never educated, because that happened a lot down south, too, and continues to this day. I, I um, believe part of it was nurture, yeah. I think, because you, what you're saying... He is was that, very, very sheltered and kept away from a lot of things that could hurt him, which stopped him from learning in a lot of cases, too. Um, you know, he was brought up with proper southern you know, manners, certainly as a well-mannered boy, uh, well intentioned again because of the smothering influence of his mother, but yeah, I don't think education was all that high on, on their priority. So it could be that. On the other hand, there's plenty of evidence going through the movie that he had some cognitive yeah. issues he, as well. He uh, he can't attend regular school according to the the film here, and 
the, the mother is talking to the principal. Is there anything I can do? And this is where Neil comes up with the idea of the brothel house. Uh, 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 so it's more like, ee, ee, okay. ee. So wow. I've seen this I'm, movie long enough. Yeah, you're good at that, Dave. <laughs> wow. I had to, I remember... I had to ask my mom when I saw it, what's going on? I don't know. You know, I didn't I didn't get it. He has asthma. Yeah. <laughs> so the mother does figure out a way to get him into uh, public school. Yes. Now, the, the whole point of that conversation was, is there a Mr. Gump, Mrs. Gump? He's on vacation. And this is where little Forrest has to ask his mom later. What's vacation? What's vacation mean? Vacation is where you go away for a long time and never come back or something like that. Hmm. That was her definition of it, which is a lie to little forest. Poor kid. Uh, it's a white lie to protect yeah. his, his delicate sensibilities. So Forrest now can go to school and on his way to the bus, you know, and all these kids, you can't sit here, you know, they're all being really jerky and stuff. But of course one child lets him sit by her. Jenny. Jenny. This is where we meet Jenny, and uh, Forrest describes her as what the most beautiful thing he ever seen, or some are pretty. Yep. I, something. Don't forget that her name actually has three A's in it. It's Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, uh, especially when Tommy Hanks talks it, Jenny. Jenny. Uh, so Forrest gets a little obsession with Jenny. Uh, they become friends throughout school you know uh and then there's a point in the movie when little forest gets a rock thrown at him ouch and movie bullies you know and he uh just you know starts running with his leg braces and these little brats start chasing him down and and uh what's their popular line from this movie run forest run and he ran. And he ran, and the braces broke off, and the big triumphant music comes, and he just talks about running everywhere. I ran from here to there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And of course, because, it, because legs work that way. In that meantime, Forrest and Jenny, we, we kind of see their, their friendship develop, and then it's. it's, it's but strong. only friends. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty innocent. Yeah, pretty innocent. They were because pretty young. Forrest don't understand. I don't think they have. He Forrest doesn't understand it at all. But I think that Jenny really didn't have a place for that yet in her mind. Either. Right? No, no. And and now uh, we we kind of do like a dissolve to like teenage Tom Hanks, but in reality he's still in his thirties. But you know we'll pretend that he's you know it worked for uh, um, Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life. So why not? We'll give Tom Hanks a shot of playing a teenager. Uh, so Forrest runs away again from his bullies, and then that captures the attention of a a football coach of some sort. Uh, was he playing in the high school, or was he? Did he go directly to the college football? Well, he ran onto the football field of the high school. The high school. So I think that's the recruiter saw him. The recruiter, yeah. The college recruiter saw him. He didn't play for high school. Okay, that was. See, this is where I'm starting to get the book and the movie mixed up because I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, okay, yep. So he uh, gets a a college scholarship uh, to play football, Mm -hmm. and of course, he don't really understand it, and they always tell him, "Run that way, you idiot! Run." 
and he can run the ball, make those field goals. I, I get bits of the water boy mixed up with this part of the movie. Really? <laughs> well, he, he plays for Alabama, which is not a small school. and So, yeah, yeah they become pretty big football people, you know, he, uh, the football star to the point where he gets to meet President John F. Kennedy at the all, was it the All-American team meet thing? I, I don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, the All-American. He drank all the Dr. Pepper he could drink. And comes the line that actually is more popular in the book than it is the movie, because they only say it once in the movie, I have to pay... Um, so, so Jenny's going to an all girls school. Uh, Forrest can't go there. He meets her up with her. And of course, Jenny, it looks like there's some physical abuse going on in the car. I, I don't know, but Forrest just actually sees it, it looked like they were, you know, she likes necking. it rough. They were necking. Okay. She likes it rough. Okay. That's what was going on. So Forrest I, just, you know, opens that door, George McFly style and just starts Biffing on the guy, just bam, oh, bam, biff. bam. <laughs> and then, nice. and then she, Jenny's like, Forrest, what are you doing? No, it's fine. You know, he was hurting you, Jenny. And of course, she brings him up to her, her dorm room. Roommate sleeping. Uh, something goes on there. I don't quite understand what, but let's the just say where she tries to get him to third base. Yeah, I think I think Forrest made a mess on. Forrest made a mess by, you know, she was going to get some, and then she couldn't get some because he got in the middle of the situation. So she was still trying to get some. Ah, okay. And then he got some, but she didn't. Forrest didn't understand. Yeah, he has all of his manners kicked in, and all of a sudden he uh, locked up. See, Forrest has feelings for Jenny, mm -hmm. but Jenny tends to be for other men, like, I don't know, bad boys? I, I don't know. Not Forrest. Everybody but Forrest. So Forrest graduates college somehow. And could, could, could I throw one interjection in? The reason she can't do anything with Forrest is because Forrest represents the past she's desperately trying to run away from. She spends the entire movie running away from her home, and Forrest is a huge part of that past. So... Which makes this movie, ironically, all about running. Yes. Oh my gosh. But that's, I would interject, that's probably why the, the biggest problem she has is she's always trying to get away from him. Could, yeah, yeah, possible. Chicks are that way sometimes. Especially if you read, if you, do you blame her? Way to hit our female demographic, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Christine? She's, she's, she's trying to, <laughs> she's trying to get away from. Hi, Christine. The, An abusive The dad. abuse that you kind of glossed over during this whole. Yeah, pretty clear that her dad abused her, and she was trying to yeah. recapture some sort of anchor in her life. So, of, of course, she's going to continue to drift yeah. from from option to option, mm -hmm. and, and away from Forrest, because, again, Forrest is that representation of the past. Never thought of it that way. Uh, <clears throat> so, after Jenny... Decides to, uh, the Jenny didn't decide anything right here yet. Forrest graduates college. Uh, of course, he doesn't know what to do with his degree, and then he gets the army recruiter 
to say, why don't you join the army? Yeah, it's literally the first guy. He walks off the stage. The first guy says, here, here's something to do. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So we cut to the, 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 I think we cut to the bus. Um, and he's getting yelled at right away. And the same thing again. Forrest tries to sit down. No, can't sit here. Can't sit here. But then, of course, we meet Bubba. Bubba. His, uh, his uh, African-American friend with the what, like a uh, like a lip thing going on. He's got a, lot, a protruding lip, yes. Uh, and Not terribly uncommon. They, 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 Genetic they, proclivities. They go to basic training that. together. And <laughs> the general, or excuse me, the drill instructor, well, the drill instructor is very impressed with Gump. He's just on the ball, does everything that he asks. Well, he's the, a perfect soldier. He the, doesn't think. To the point where... He just does what he's told. My favorite, what they want. One of my favorite things in the movie where he's just like, Jesus, great, you're going to be a general someday. And then you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, well, decorated war hero. So we learn about Bubba's shrimping aspirations. We learned all sorts of stuff about shrimp. For 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. We could have cut this movie down to at least four hours if we just cut out the, the shrimp. <sighs> hey, shrimping ain't easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, he, Forrest gets some downtime. And then is this where we learn that she's she got kicked out of college because she posed in Playboy? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just an aside. It doesn't stop what he's doing. And then, of course, he, he goes to visit her. Because he thinks that she's singing, because he got got her gig at singing. But it turns out, I think it's a strip joint. Mm-hmm. Because uh, curtains go back, it's just her holding the guitar, and I think her underwear. Nope, that's it. No, nope. just the guitar. Just the guitar. Just the guitar. It was just the guitar. Oh, just wow. the guitar. Oh. I gotta look closely, I guess. Uh, so a little happens there. She gets frustrated with Forrest. Forrest again is just like, but Jenny, they're sending me to Vietnam. And then that's when she tells him to get in any trouble, just run. Run away. And then she runs away. We'll see this again. Yep. Uh, so we get some great music. There's They Land. Back to Fortunate One with uh, Leonard Skinner. And then... No. And then CCR. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're, sorry. Then we get to uh, where their barracks is, their base, and we get to meet Lieutenant Dan. Mm-hmm. The other good character. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> segments of, uh, you know, then we can just get segments of Forrest narrating his Vietnam thing. Um, you know, the rain, the what we're doing going in little foxholes and then we never did find that charlie fella and then we get to boom (laughs) you know we get to a big dramatic war scene uh his platoon is attacked some die um bubba included and some get injured uh and of course lieutenant dan he goes and runs find lieutenant dan with okay you're you're the, the important thing to take out of this is that Forrest runs away because that's what he was told to do. Mm-hmm. Then he realizes he left Bubba behind. He turns around and he keeps finding wounded members of his squad. He carries them to the beach to drop them off and then runs back to find Bubba. Eventually he finds Lieutenant Dan, who has also been crippled. But because Forrest is Forrest, he grabs Lieutenant Dan despite the fact that Lieutenant Dan wants to die. Because he thinks it's his destiny because all of his ancestors did the same. 
So finally, the last person he finds is Bubba, but Bubba is mortally wounded. So he can't save Bubba. All he can do is bring him back. So yeah, it's very dramatic. But he moment. saved a lot of his like ten of his squad mates or something. So a good a good chunk. Yeah. In fact, as far as I know, all the other people were alive. <laughs> there's a few. I mean, I, there, there's a couple of the, the ones that got screen time. I yeah. would say were alive yet. And of course, along the way, he gets shot in the butt. Something bit me. <laughs> He spent some time in the VA, VA hospital. We learned Lieutenant Dan lost his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then this is where Forrest learns how to play some ping pong. Is this where he does that? Yes, in the VA. And he's really good at it. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> really good. Uh, and then he gets a, a, a purple purple heart. Yeah. Is that what he gets? Uh, no, he gets a medal of, of honor. Medal of honor. It's a congressional medal of honor. Oh, he would get a purple heart too for yeah. being injured. Yeah. The, the you again over the takeaway of this, Lieutenant Dan is incredibly bitter with Forrest for saving him because he wanted to die back there, and hey, that hasn't gotten any better at this point. Right. Uh, so Lieutenant Dan is sent home. Uh, Forrest is is going to be sent to get the medal. And this is where he meets his second president, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Yes. Uh, and, of course, some comedy happens where he... Johnson I mean, said, he tells, he Johnson asks him where he got shot. He says, in the buttocks. Johnson said, I'd like to see that. And Forrest obliges him right on the stage. Yep. Yep. And everybody's just like, laughing johnson turns away I, i'd be curious to see where they pulled the actual video where johnson's just like <laughs> walking away laughing at something uh it's probably a reenactor that uh, they recreated it so he's out sightseeing in washington dc uh there's some big war protests going on out there and he Forrest gets mixed up in 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 the in the, the the crowd. They they pull him with his uniforms on, and they they must have recognized him for doing all those good things that he did, pulling those people out. So no, they just grabbed him because he was a guy. Just, he had the he was amongst a group on. of other military prost- protesters. But yes. so, some of them though were like, "That was a very good thing you did. Very good." So I think they might have pulled them up there as, as no, no, no. They of... said him marching with the war protesters while he himself was a soldier was a good thing. He crossed the line. They thought he didn't oh. know there was a line there, and so yeah, they put him up and he gave his speech alongside. Honestly, of, uh, honestly, by the way they reacted to that speech, whatever they heard mm-hmm. probably was pretty much in line with whatever they thought anyway. Right. I, I think at that moment, we see a possibly missed moment where Forrest Gump becomes one of the most, you know, well-thought-out characters in, in, in this the movie. whole movie is a lot of missed moments. It's like, if we could hear what he said, it could have been at least insightful. Actually, you can in one of the, the bonus features. If it's not in the film, it's not in the film. Correct. All he said was, and you're... I gotta go pee. <laughs> no, in the book, he would have said that. Hmm? Um... All he said was, you can go to Vietnam and your friend can get shot and die. Uh, that's about it. Nice. That's pretty much what he said. But it, because the, the anti-protesters knocked the speakers out, nobody else except for the guys on stage heard Forrest. 
Yeah. So I was always under the impression that that they 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 pulled Forrest in. I, I know Forrest was there, but the, some of these guys that were there did recognize Forrest what for what he did by pulling all the the people out. Uh, of course, after all this little speech, he sees Jenny again. Running a little, he was running across the reflecting pool. Jenny, 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 three A's, Dave. At least three A's. Uh, depending on the day of the week, Jenny has got herself involved with some hippies, uh, Black Mm -hmm. Panther types, too. There was some weird, weird shoulder rubbing going on at that time, yeah. And then she got uh slapped in the face by her boyfriend, which set Forrest off again. And this time he really decked the guy. Well, now he's a soldier. He knows how to beat somebody up. And they go on their way. They talk for a little bit. And and then, of course, what does Jenny do? She goes back with her peoples. Mm -hmm. At least Forrest standing there again in the rain. I like that glare Forrest gave him, though. Like They they, Mm. they both did a little stare off with each other. And I think Forrest pulled it off a little better than the the other guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the other guy had to sort everything. It does make it hard to be good at glaring. So, uh, this is probably where I'm going to jump around quite a bit because I wrote these in a pretty big rush. Uh, uh, goes on a tour. Is this the tour where he does the where he's pong? doing the ping pong thing? He goes on the ping pong tour. Ping pong tour. He meets Nixon. yet another president, Nixon. Nixon sets him up to to sleep at the the Watergate. Okay, where okay. he happens stances upon. Or no, across across across, across from the Watergate. Uh, I uh, one thing I got to note too is the the whole Nixon scene in this versus the one in the book completely different. Sure. Is there more Dr Pepper in the book? I don't remember Dr Pepper, but he had to pee a lot. That's all I remember. <laughs> it's like <laughs> an excited lot. Chihuahua. So, uh, yeah. Um, so yes, uh, Forrest uh, is the whistleblower for Watergate, That's which fun. I love that. When, once I learned what what. Watergate was all about. I, I, I get that. I thought that was funny. It's pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. Goes away. Pings. Yeah, see, all I wrote was plays ping pong and then meets Nixon. Uh, then Forrest. He gets sent home, I think. Yeah, sent, yeah. Yeah. Or does he meet Lieutenant Dan before he gets sent home? Well, we have a Lieutenant Dan scene. Because he, he, he goes on that talk show. Forget his name. Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Yep. Which threw me out of the movie because that episode of Dick Cavett was filmed in the late 70s. Okay. Uh, with John Lennon. Um, so I lost track of what, what what year it was in the movie. Okay. It was still 72, 73. But the episode of Dick Cavett that they pulled for the CG mm-hmm. was from the very late 70s. Oh, so there's a difference of um, what Cabot would have looked like versus... Not just that. There's a difference between what Cabot and what John Lennon looked like. But I remember that specific... So that, what he was wearing, because I had seen that episode of Dick Cabot. Well, see, I guess if, like... You, like I'm, I mean, if I, I would have seen you're that run too, the mo- Yeah, you're running the mill moviegoer would not have ever noticed that. Right. It did pull me out just, just a tad. Well, there's things that, like, when I watch Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm like... No, that's not right, but, you know, movie. Um, so, yeah, we, we see Lieutenant Dan. He's still bitter, beard, wheelchair. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Um, coping prostitutions. With, coping with his life. Uh, yes. Well, he's not into prostitution, but but he's picking up hookers and stuff like that. That's uh, 
Those girls were hookers. Yes. They okay. Were, they were hookers. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but, but, you so know, they, they, they try to have a New Year's party and Forrest just botches it all up for him. Tastes it like cigarettes. Gets ugly. Yep. But we have a nice moment. Yeah. Where we both, we realize the depth of, of Forrest Gump and the depth of Lieutenant Dan, where Lieutenant Dan recognizes Gump's infirmities as much as, as, as Forrest Gump recognizes Lieutenant Dan's infirmities. They find something in common. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Gump gets discharged, goes, discharged. To, goes to visit Bubba's family. Cause, because he's got the money to, to do the shrimping thing. Mm-hmm. Right? They tell him he's crazy. I forgot how he got the money, though. Uh, sponsorship. Sponsor, Sponsor, yeah. Okay, the sponsorship. He's, so Merchandising he gets, for his, his, his ping pong. Ping so pong. he gets the sponsorship to do the, 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 the shrimping thing, but he asks for Bubba's permission, Bubba's family's permission, and they're, I guess, uh, and then rough start. Doesn't work out too well, and and then um, while Jenny is doing coke lines, yeah, having more disasters, ready to jump off building, and then the perfect and, storm yep. happens, and and Lieutenant Dan yells at God. Oh, Lieutenant Dan jumps in to be his first mate because he promised him he would, and then big storm. The big storm spares them. Lieutenant Dan doesn't drown. And all the other shrimp boats are wiped out except for theirs, which was out at sea. <laughs> so, of course, they are instantly millionaires because they're the only shrimping left. And then in this meantime, you know, Forrest's mom sick, and then she dies. Yep, mom sick, dies. And Forrest mows the lawn for free. It goes to, like, some pretty festive churches. and Lieutenant Dan randomly invests in Apple. In, yeah. in a fruit industry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, as all this is going on, Forrest is at home because he let, let Lieutenant Dan continue the stuff. And then who comes walking in again? Jenny. 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 And then, you know, they rekindle for a little bit. A little bedroom. Kind of. She spazzes at her old house. She's looking for stability, just like always. And she knew she could find stability with Forrest. But at the moment she comes to the threshold of that stability, she runs again. Because Forrest offers to marry her, and she turns him down and runs again. And then, but she did manage to jump Forrest. Yeah. So, and of course, Forrest is just sitting there like, oh, well, gee. And then what does he do? Goes for a run. Yep. And... I don't know how to explain this scene because I particularly don't like this whole scene, in my opinion. Where he runs for three years straight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you get the whole story. Well, when I had to sleep, I slept. When I had to, well, you know, I went. And then all that mm-hmm. stuff. That, and we have three more random moments where he's affected pop culture. Yeah. yeah. And, of course... The scene just stops. I, I Although I will say it was funny how he just abruptly stops when he has all these followers and oh i think that's it i'm just gonna go home now after three years bye and he just turns around and starts walking Walking back it's in new mexico arizona 
So mm-hmm. they're all, what do we do now? I don't know. If I were those guys, I'd just start following him, walking him home until I started finding familiar places. Hell with that. I'd hold him up. <laughs> so He's a millionaire. Yeah, Possibly he's got to have something on him. Now Forrest is at home, and then now he's just sitting there. We see what looks like the Reagan assassination attempt. So we're in yep. the 1980, 81, 81 era. And then he gets a letter, I believe, from... Jenny, which brings us to the moment of all the flashbacks, right? The, the bus stop, the and bus nice, stop. a nice, kind old lady tells Forrest, You idiot, it's just right down the street. The she's bus stop's not, just a marker, she's not that bad no, with him. No, I know, no. but she's an old lady, she's very nice. She she read the note, and Forrest misunderstood it, was waiting for a bus. It was just the bus stop was like a, a landmark for him to be able to find the place. Mm-hmm. Besides, without it, we wouldn't have this wonderful story. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, he could have been sitting anywhere. He could have been sitting at a bar. Obviously. No, in Phil's character. Uh, mm, He's too perfect to be in a bar. That's why I, 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 I found the book so just be, fascinating. Just be there drinking soda pop. Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> so I got sick of Dr. Once, Pepper. Once he 80s. finds out, he runs straight to Jenny's place. Jenny... It opens the door all excited. Forrest, how's it been? Great. Got you some chocolates. I ate some. And, you know, they, they rekindle a little bit. Then a little boy comes in the room. A little. I, I will mention that Jenny looks very stable at this point. Haley. Better than she had at any other point. But I don't feel that that stability was legitimate either. You think it was temporary? I think it was just that realization that she was there was something more serious going on and she needed again, the stability that Forrest could provide, especially since she had an anchor oh. with, with, with the child with little Forrest from his anchor. Yeah. So we Anchors find out that this little boy is Forrest junior. Mm-hmm. Although she calls him Forrest. He has a dad named Forrest too. I don't know. Forrest, you're his daddy. That was a nice moment. It wasn't <laughs> stupidity. I and think anybody would. Tom Hanks reacted the same way as uh, Hayden Christensen acted when uh, Padme announced that she was pregnant with the same facial expressions. <laughs> uh, so, you find out Little Forest is smart, great, wonderful. And uh, we then get to the part where they're at the park, and Jenny's like, Marry me, Forrest. I'm thinking. You dumb broad, you could have had this earlier, like beforehand, but whatever, whatever. And that's where she's telling them that she's she's sick, she's dying. Mm-hmm. AIDS. They, they don't know what nuts hepatitis it's, C. Um, it's AIDS. It's hepatitis Come on. C. It's like this. It's AIDS. Hepatitis C. Okay, was that how it was in the book? Because that makes no sense. Because spoiler, she doesn't even die in the book. Is she a whore in the book too? Yeah. Okay. So who cares? But it was hepatitis C. It's not hepatitis um, C. And was... if that was the way it was in the book, who cares? It's AIDS. And that is maybe they don't say that. But if it's not AIDS, then the entire previous 16 hours of movie and historical references were pointless. Hepatitis C was um, back then was probably just as bad. Yeah, but they did, they knew what hepatitis C was. She, they didn't know what she was suffering from. That was the big thing. Have you ever seen uh, And the Band Played On? It was an HBO movie. 
I think we watched that. Very cool. good movie. But they didn't know what was going on. I, 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 I'm telling right. you, it was early 80s. That is a reference to AIDS. I, I, if it's not a reference to AIDS, then I'm... <laughs> that's accidentally bad See, I think in the sequel book, it was the Hepatitis C. Why would it be Hepatitis C? We knew what Hepatitis C was. I don't know. I just... The doctors don't know what it is. They didn't know what AIDS was when it came out. I'm disputing that. Moving on. So, she's dying. And then, um... They get married. We get the little wedding. We see Lieutenant Dan with legs. Like, with his super, like, space shuttle legs. Just like the astronauts, which... Which there's a line in there where he's like, "If you be a shrimp boat captain, I'm gonna be an astronaut." Oh, boy, that's that's something you're missing in the book too. Oh, that book was amazing. <laughs> so we get the nice little wedding; everyone's happy. Must be the hepatitis C. Then we we mm. get the uh, we get the whole thing where she's laying in bed, and we get the last moments with them, and just tell me about things, Forrest. And Forrest talks to her, and then we cut to. He died on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. One of those days. Yeah, that's where his the autism kind of squeaks in there, where it doesn't seem like he's fully comprehending. Well, he's in shock. His Jenny just died. Uh, I think he knew. I, I think he could understand that, but at the same time, he's giving giving her random events. Do you really do that? Mm. When you go to a, a, somebody's grave? Some people do. Like, Rocky, did, Rocky did, Balboa. I he's, did my laundry he, yesterday. He was talking to Adrian. Oh, Adrian, I, I did this thing today. He had severe brain damage. I'm not including Rocky Balboa. <laughs> in this. Also, Forrest bulldozed Jenny's old house. Yeah. Last one of her. Why did he not do that like years earlier? I don't know. Maybe Nobody was living there anymore. Maybe it just I, occurred I don't know. to him. It's like, wouldn't that have meant something to her earlier before she was not there anymore? But Jenny, I could have this bulldozed for you. No, 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 Forrest, don't do that. I'm going to go sleep with some other guy. He probably didn't think of it. You know, some people like that, they don't think about that stuff. So, so Forrest, you know, we get the ending of the movie. This is quick, quick, as quick as I can kind of run through with this, but you know, with the interjection here, we can get into some meat of the stuff. Uh, but the bookend of the movie is the feather flies away. And little Forrest gets onto the bus with with the same bus driver, by the way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and their movie ends with him just sitting on the the log, which makes me question: Is he going to wait there for the entire seven hours? Probably. Oh. He has nothing. Oh no, he's got to go mow the lawn in Alabama. He probably did it the day before. He's all right. I suppose you're right. So he's just. I t- I took no, it. No, he does it every day. There. I took it that he was going to sit there the entire time, which probably, is fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And that was the movie Forrest Gump. I think you wanted to do Forrest Gump just so you could do endless Forrest Gump impressions, Dave. Horrible ones at that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Before we get into it, you know, I got to say something. It's not dead. When the movie came out, Blockbuster had T-shirts for Forrest Gump. For those of you who are in our younger audience, Blockbuster was a store that used to rent movies. What you would call streaming these days. They know what it is because uh, Captain Marvel. Be kind. Please rewind. Yeah. So okay, movie. They. I don't know how I ended up with the T-shirt for Forrest Gump, but all I remember in sixth grade, I had the Forrest Gump T-shirt. It said Forrest Gump and 
maybe it said run forest run or or all the kids at school were just making fun of me saying run forest run because that's what they do i would have rather have had the forest gump uh the bubba gump shrimping shirt those are still popular oh, yeah it was like just that a one plain white shirt with the i think the the font like the movie font mm-hmm. forest that gump said run forest run so that was it the movie have, the movie promotional shirt yeah. so like frank frankie says relax Ooh, so there you go. i have a, a my class picture in sixth grade, I'm wearing that shirt. I just wish I knew where I had that picture. Class picture. Yeah. Well, Brilliant, you know, Dave. You know class class pictures, they just bring you in some random day. Okay, students, we're going to take your picture today for the class. No, it's pretty much pre-scheduled. Say, hey, make sure you're wearing something nice. Don't wear blue because you'll blend in with the blue screen. No, we were just <laughs> in the background at the media center. <laughs> So that's that's you know my thing with Forrest Gump when I was a kid. I had to I got the shirt, got made fun of, didn't quite understand why. I thought the movie was a true story at first, mm. and then I got shut down by some kid at school. Yes, yes. Historical fiction throws a lot of people off. That's not your fault, Dave. There's a lot of people who believe that Jack died on that boat. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, people are even leaving flowers at the Jay Dawson memorial thing for the Titanic victims. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, th- there's a lot of history in this movie. And the way the movie did d- d- the history, Forrest is kind of just naively going through history. Uh, we meet famous people, like we've mentioned some of them, JFK, Elvis. Lyndon Johnson, Nixon. We met Elvis. John Lennon, Dick Cavett. Dick oh, no, Cavett. he showed Elvis how to dance. Oh, that's right. With the Remember, legs. with yeah. the, the legs. He yep. showed all the... Uh, Abby Hoffman. Abby Hoffman is that, that that dude that was yelling F off, F off at the, you know, the, the, the protest for the war, the speech mm-hmm. thing. That was... He was a big guy back then. Bear guy Bryant. used up their F-bombs. Bear Bryant. Um, famous football coach. Famous football coach. It, speaking of F-bombs, you're only allowed one F-bomb for a movie. Forrest Gump snuck in two and evaded the whole rated R thing. That's how they won the the Oscar. That has to be it. I don't know how, but I, and I picked that up. I picked that stuff up ever since I learned the rules. I picked that up, but overall for me personally, I enjoy the movie as the movie. However, it's been tainted a little bit since I read the the book. Uh, Yeah. There's taint all over this movie. The, the, uh, I like the the feel good story that comes about it, you know, with tragedy. How is that feel good? Is this is this from the book now, or are we talking the movie yet? The, the movie, the okay. movie. It's just because Forrest just is doing the best that he can for people. Um, he's overall nice, and hopefully, people are nice to him. Uh, the Lieutenant Dan stuff, I think, I connect with a lot because I I think I like that that arc where that guy is gung ho. And then all of a sudden he's he's lost. A jerk. He's he lost. doesn't know. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what's going on. He feels like a failure. Alcohol. And then of course he he does a complete turnaround. And then even further at the end he turns even further around where he's even cleaned himself up and decided he's going to wear legs again. All that stuff. Uh, uh, even though it's a cliche character, Jenny. It's you know this there there are chicks out there like that. I mean, if you read your Facebook profiles, I mean, like you you read like oh, there's 
a Jenny. Oh, there's a Jenny right there. That one's a Jenny. So unfortunately, people like that exist. And the reasons why they're like that, not necessarily because of the movie version of Jenny, doesn't just be... That was a choice. That was a choice that they made to, yeah. to, to give the character some depth. Yeah, I won't was, disagree she was with abused, that. Abused, but um, not all cases. Abused people do stuff like that, and just like not all cases, um, you have to be abused to go in the direction that Jenny went. I mean, you could have the perfect family, and you still end up bad, I guess, or whatever. Lost. lost. Lost in society. Lost. Special effects. Good for the time, but they could really George Lucas this thing. <laughs> yeah. Make it a little better with the lips, with the like the presidents from the, the arcade footage they took, but yeah, whatever, you know. It still looked good for the time. I believe a man had no legs. Uh, they did pretty good with that. Mm -hmm. uh, the music throughout the movie, and, I, and I'm not talking about the score, but I'm talking about their use of songs. Mm -hmm. Very period, well placed. Period songs. Very well placed. And very effective. To, to the point where it, it's one of the few soundtracks with actual singing songs that I, I have because the, the, the songs are really good in that movie. I, think I even have that on cassette. Uh and their attention to detail for sets and setting and locations, yeah, all, all pretty on. good. You know, uh, I won't. Yeah, production value of this this movie was very good, especially for the time with the CG. Uh, I remember it's a Paramount film, so that means Entertainment Tonight every night had something on while they were filming that. Mm -hmm. So we, I got to see a lot of behind behind the scenes stuff with Forrest Gump, um, especially with the legs, how they, they wrapped it in blue screen and. You know, they had to do certain things and it was on riggings and stuff like that to make it look like he actually had the upper body strength to move Gary Sinise around. And yeah. So that was that. I, I, that was it's it's a very well put together movie. Yes. In yeah. terms of its production value. And, and like I said, the one thing I didn't like the running scene never did. And I warmed up a little bit to it, but it's still it's like. For me, the trash compactor scene in Star Wars is just kind of—I could do without that. I'll have to disagree with you on that. <laughs> mm. I'm not a trash. I just want to get to the—I want them to get out of there and get moving. But there's like with Forrest Gump, that whole scene with the running part. In fact, when I used to watch the movie after school or whatever, I would do—I probably fast forward through that. I don't want to watch this. Play. He's done. Rob, what, you got anything? Oh, I've got a few things. <laughs> right. Neil, you're our guest. Do you have anything? First, of all? I have a lot of things. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, first of all, let's rename the movie "Run Forest Run." I'd be could, okay with we that. Could, we could do that because I, I honestly think that that's what this you know. Let's let's set aside the production value. I think it's a very well produced movie. It's 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 wonderful. The the, the fact that they were able to put historical elements into you know, and honestly, it was a book ahead ahead of time to be able to. Grab those elements from history and weave that into a, a happenstance story about some guy. Was it, it's creative? I'll, I'll give it that. I, I like I, I like historical dramas. I like. See, the way I look at it is, they did the uh, the exact opposite of what you just said. 
They took history and they interwove Forrest into it, making sure that he hit all the bullet points. Didn't didn't More, I say that? Well, you you made it sound sound like they wove the history into Forrest. I say they wove Forrest into the history. Let's go with you. Yeah, I like yeah. you. I they, like, they they yeah. wove him into the. the they made history. they made Saint Forrest the touchstone for so many things that for plot because yeah. Yeah, it had, Forrest had to be the most important person through right. history. Bing, 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 hitting all of these different things. If we took the historical yeah. aspects out of this film, it would be a film about a bit of an abused child running from her childhood, and a stupid child running through life randomly. Yeah, and that would be it. And just having the most luckiest, awesomest life ever because random. And if you wanted to create some depth to the characters, you would simply articulate that it was a, a group of people going through the, the consequences of the choices that they made or trying to pick up the pieces of the choices made by others. And ironically, the main character makes no choice. He just goes through the whatever's choices are made in front for of him. him accidentally. Correct. By happenstance. Yes. Um, Lieutenant Dan... His choice was to be in the military, mm-hmm. and his choice was to die in there, and a choice was made by Forrest Gump to take him out of that. He had to deal with the consequences of that choice. Jenny's father was a alcoholic pedophile, and she had to deal with the consequences of that choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forrest's mother had to deal with the consequences of whatever the heck she did to, to, to create Forrest. Yeah. Um, honestly, the it's just it's a collection of characters running from or we running from. to choices yeah. and and i i really like i said run forest run that being said how many how many quotable lines are in this movie <laughs> oh, i mean wow. i i believe i believe that people who have never seen this movie could quote half this movie yeah, a chunk it, of part it, of sure. it too is it, it's memed a lot too. On, on oh, this was before was one of that. the earliest well, yeah, memes, right? Yeah. Honestly. But, but but before Church that with kind of Run Forest Run on the back. I mean, it's like your first people, memes. People knew what Run Forest Run was. People knew what life is like by a box of chocolates. People know what. What's the other one? I got you. Stupid is as stupid does. Congratulations, Paramount. Your PR machine was amazing for this movie. And, and, and to be honest with you, to this day, I don't remember the movie really so much, and I've seen the movie. I remember the advertisements yeah. wow. more than I do the movie. It was one of the biggest, most successful marketing blitzes ever. For a and movie. all of those and lines were in there. And for to the be honest with you, if you did that, if you did that with a movie nowadays, put all the good lines in the in the, it wouldn't have done well, right? People, you know, you're giving away the movie you, too much. Yeah, if you if you want to talk about why this movie outdid Shawshank, it's for that reason. I think its PR spin was through the roof. Well, Shawshank probably totally didn't maxed out. Have the kind of advertising. Yeah, that, not even that, close. That and yet, I, I I I remember the advertising for Shawshank just as well. well the one thing they had that, the big scene where he comes out of the. That, yes. And that was, you don't know what's going on when you see the advertising. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really excite you. Too Which much, I but find it's a pivotal moment. Is even the same year that the Lion King comes out, mm-hmm. Forrest Gump outperformed the Lion King like by a couple million dollars. But the point is, Forrest Gump was the biggest movie of 1994. Tom Hanks effect certainly is a part of Tom it. Tom Hanks was a very big star back then. Yes, he was. 
And again, the, the, the marketing part was tremendous. Because it they paid a lot of money for Tom Hanks. They did. And Tom Hanks had been doing Paramount stuff since Bosom Buddies. Mm-hmm. Ironically, Tom Hanks is a is a big Star Trek fan. Cool. Uh, someday we'll get him in Star Trek. So, okay. Um, anything else, Neil, before I... Uh, I would like to touch on the choices that they made for the historical deluge. Okay. Just, I mean, some of the choices that they had in, obviously the ones that have Forrest dealt with himself, like the medal of honor or the, or the the ping pong, obviously those were crafted for his character, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like a lot of the other mentions to historical events were very negative. Like, was there nothing good happening back then? Like the, Oh, you mean all the things that he was involved with? All the things were involved in the, the well, Vietnam the, the, protests. The Elvis thing was was JFK was a being shot. Thing. That is true. The, the Elvis thing would have been a positive. Um, him being on the Dick Cabot show that probably be. A, I guess. I mean, that's but again, that was thing. crafted. We're, 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 we're looking at though Football. how many things historically happened that Force actually did anything or influenced anything. Forrest Gump is only a spectator in his own movie. He does not catalyze anything. You had this big moment of segregation in Alab- in the University of Alabama. He, he ex- gets on film. Because he, he helps escorts, the girl pick he helps up her the book. Girl and wait, does nothing. Absolutely, he doesn't understand absolutely nothing. He's this big sports hero. Does anybody... No, there's, there's no historical analog. That's nothing. When even when he gets to meet the presidents and he gets this his touch tone line so that you you'll remember that line. Does it do anything? Does it give any insight onto the president? In fact, or... he doesn't even care. No. When he's telling the story, he's like, then I have to pre- meet the president I meet again. Um, through, so Forrest Gump is really kind of unrelatable. He's St. Gump, the Teflon. The only thing that has any impact on him, there's two things. Bubba dying. Can't deny that had some info that actually made him human. I caused me to care about him a little bit. And his devotion to Jenny showed he had a heart and single minded, you know, concern towards her. The, the that thing fine. is, which the, translates, transfers over to Little Forest. I, so at least that's going to be a happy ending. I think what, what's intriguing to me about this film is how if somebody has a low IQ, like they portray with Forrest and, mm-hmm. and he's got some other issues. He's just going with the flow. He doesn't really, he's not going to comprehend every, everything that's going on. So from his perspective, for our perspective of watching the movie, of course, he's just going through the motions, essentially not understanding everything and everything just kind of comes and goes. And he's making these references throughout history. Like the, the Watergate ones coming to mind from somebody who and, doesn't understand and he doesn't it. understand it. He, he doesn't Correct. get, he's telling the story. That's, we know what's going on. Yeah. He doesn't know. Seems more like a running gag. It does. It, it than, totally is that. Oh, without, and then with, there was without, this thing at Watergate. I don't know what was going on. Can you tell the knock it off? I can't sleep. Yeah. It, it just becomes a running gag where he's, not even thrust. It's not a funny he, one either. It's just a it's a theme that keeps going on he's and on. And he is in a front of spectator yeah. in front of some of the biggest events through American history of this time period. He's, he's like the special edition of Return of the Jedi, and they put a bunch of CG in front of. <laughs> of, of, of so you've got that. You've got Jenny. Jenny, in my mind, is the everyman of America at the time, making all the mistakes that America was making. 
as as far as you know that the, the hippie movement and a protest that really didn't spark any great change. It was just kind of a, a cultural uprising that kind of didn't go anywhere with a, with a, with the mainstream. Uh, you had her with the, the cocaine and, you know, the, the party scene again, self-destructive like a lot of people in America making those kind of mistakes. And that was just kind of the American experience at the time. It uh, was, partially that you know we, we've explained why her character she can't connect why she can't anchor herself right, that's her motivation but in terms of storytelling she provides that contrast to the bit of gump americana that kind of if you pardon the term whitewashed sort of nostalgic look at america and how everything was okay and everything blinked by and everything was was happy go lucky and you didn't have to have a care in the world and right everything would work out Whereas you have the contrast, which is Jenny, yeah, and she goes through every mistake that everybody ever, you know, by hyperbole, obviously, sure, to to provide that point, uh, and she is trying to, to to convey to the audience that maybe it wasn't all. Happy she sunshine. grounds the movie, basically, is what it is. Instead of everything good happening to Forrest, when she's being willful, everything bad seems to keep happening to her. Right abusive boyfriends, you know, the drugs, and eventually dying. And that was Forrest Gump the movie with uh, Rob's input, Neil, and then myself. And stay tuned for our next episode where Rob and I finish our discussion on Forrest Gump the movie with final analysis, and then I get into an in-depth description of Forrest Gump the novel, which turns out to be very different from the movie and this has been back to the podcast with dave rob and special guest neil